0: Thanks for joining us. This is episode two of uh, our recovery podcast. And so again, my name's Aaron. And I'm Caleb. And uh, we're we're great that you guys are here. And so today uh, we're going to endeavor to tackle lesson one um, in our Pursuing Freedom um, curriculum, our book. And so uh, if you guys haven't got a chance to to get a copy, we're going to have these available for you real soon. So we're excited about that. I know Caleb's put just a tremendous amount of work in it. Um, and just, again, what we're endeavoring to do initially with our podcast here is, is to walk everybody through the, the who, what, why, uh, essentially, of what we're doing, why we're doing it, and give you those, uh, those overviews of the lesson, allow you to go a little more deeper into kind of the thought process and our understanding behind each one of them. So you want to introduce today?
1: Yeah. So our lesson number one in our, our program is called Admit and Acknowledge. And every, every lesson we have kind of has a, the title is, is kind of an action word. Uh, because, again, like we talked about last episode is that uh, we want you to take we're, – we're very action-oriented. We want you to take action. We want to start – we want to push you, shove you, kick you in the butt to take action and to start making changes to to help you, you know, start down the road to recovery. Right? We don't want you to sit there and kind of wallow in the misery of being, you know, struggling with something. You have to start making changes. And that starts with the very first thing, which you've probably heard, you know, if you've – any sort of exposure to any t- type of recovery program the first thing is admitting you have a problem right we've all heard that um, you know it's, it's to, to step out of denial that kind of thing and that just to, to admit that we have a problem or a struggle uh, it's the word we use and but this one we're going to admit that we have a problem and then we're going to acknowledge that we can do something about it all right so the first um, action point Right, for lesson number one is, is to admit that my struggle has come to dominate my life, but I acknowledge it through the strength of Jesus Christ, I have the ability to change. So like I was just saying, the first thing we want to do is we, we gotta we gotta recognize it. We gotta recognize the problem that we have, the struggle that we're having. We have to um, you know, acknowledge it in its fullness of how it's come to dominate our life, right? We can't be like, well, you know, maybe I do this thing, but it's really not that bad, right? If you're adding that qualifier, it's really not that bad. You're still hanging out in denial land, right? Um, and then, but the second half of it is that you have to acknowledge that you have the strength um, with with the strength of Jesus Christ that you have the ability to change. God made us sentient beings. He gave us... Oh, yeah agency agency I mean you know we we can make choices over our life and that we can change and you have the ability to change
0: yeah and so i mean it is it's it's crucial it's crucial to admit that there's something there i mean how else are you going to address it um i know uh, towards the end of my own um, kind of struggle um, with, uh, substance abuse and addiction, you know, I had, I had a, a, major issue. Um, I had two, one, I was an alcoholic and, and two, I could function daily. And so it was really hard <laughs> to convince me that it was a problem. I had, I had a good job. I made good money. Um, and so the entire time we we're like, this is really is not a problem Cause I had no roadblocks. Um, there was no legal ramification, um, um, I had no spouse, I had none of these things really pushing me to acknowledge that, but but once I did, then I could begin to address, you know, what are the root cause, what's, what's going on here, uh, why do I feel the need? Um, to get hammered drunk every day and so we do have to admit that there's something there and again scripture tells us man if you if you claim you have no sin you're only fooling yourself if you claim that there's nothing there we all have things to work on we all have places to grow and so it's crucial that as we endeavor to be better that we identify those um, and then we recognize the impact that they have on their lives even if Every nine things out of 10 are in order. Um, find that thing, and we'll talk more about this a little later on uh, with your why, but, but find that thing that, that it is dominating, that it is impacting, because, man, that's fuel for change. And so, again, got to admit that there's a struggle, that there's something there, um, and recognize the, the places that it's dominated. But, but most importantly, acknowledge that you don't have to be stuck there. A lot of recovery programs, and this is the thing. Uh, this was my big hang-up. Um, so many recovery programs say, well, you're always going to be this way. If I was journeying another recovery program, I would still be an alcoholic today. Though I'm free from the desire to drink and I haven't had a drink in five years, they, they want me to, to claim that type of title. And um, it's just not biblical. It's not biblical that we do have that power to change and and to not carry the weight of the past with us into the future, that we get to new, be new creations, new creatures, and, and there's freedom to be found. And, and that's one of the things we want to endeavor. Ever here um, through through our recovery program is to introduce you to the freedom, which um, I describe as the fullness of the gospel of Jesus. I mean, it's like all these Christ-centered programs operate in in a half gospel of sorts. It's like <laughs> okay. you know Jesus came for your sins, not to deliver them from you know you know deliver you um, from them, but but He saved you, um, but only in the future. Right now, you're still trapped in the middle of it, and it's an inescapable hell. But look forward to the day of deliverance on the other side of death. And, um, that's just crap. <laughs> and so, uh, we, we're not going to do that here. And so it's, it is important to admit, man, there are things we all, we all have things. Um, but we, they don't have to stay that way. We don't, we don't have to buy into the lie that those things are a part of our life forever.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I was reading your mind cause I was thinking that same verse. It's like, what is it? The Bible tells us you're a, a, a better creation right yeah. after you, It's like, no a new creation you know when you when you accept Jesus you're a new creation that's that's a new start you're a new person you're a new you know as a as a follower of Jesus you you know you've be given His grace. I mean, you get spiritual gifts. You know those kinds of things. You, but it's yeah. It doesn't say you're well. You, but you get to hold on to all the the other crud that you've been struggling with. Yeah. That's not what it tells us. It tells you you're a new creation, right? You you start anew, and you, you you don't have to be a victim. You don't have to always identify. And we'll we'll talk about that a little bit. There's, you know this label of an alcoholic or an addict or whatever. It's like no. You can you can grow past that. Now it doesn't mean you you get to just you know, stop uh, doing the right things and, and, and protecting yourself from those things that w- would help you fall back into that struggle. No, you still have to be aware. Faith uh, isn't a
0: substitute for wisdom. No,
1: I mean, you, yeah, it doesn't give you a free pass to like, oh, well, I'm no longer an addict. I guess I'll take a drink again yeah. or whatever. It's like, no, that's not <laughs> what it means. But you're, you're not you're not a label. You know, you're, you're we're, we're so much more than that. Um, and I do want to go back uh, and talk just a bit about, too, sometimes... Um, you know, we're talking about admitting the full extent of, of, the th- uh, of our struggle and how it's affecting us. And, and sometimes that's really obvious, like especially with, you know, drugs, alcohol, right? If you, you're getting pulled over for a DUI, it's very much in your face. The, the, the punishment or the, uh, the effect of, of drinking alcohol is in your life. But sometimes, like we talked about last week or in our last episode, um, you know that that we're we're trying to cast a wider net as far as what a struggle is and so sometimes those things aren't as obvious right if you're if you're always scrolling on your phone your parent and your kids are you know and you're just totally disengaged because you're you're just hooked on social media trying to get likes or you know that kind of thing um, you know, you may not be as aware of of the impact that you, that struggles having on your life because your kids are feeling, you know, the disconnect. I know sometimes my daughter, you know, if I'm and I'm not on, I, I'm not a big fan of social media, but if I if I if I happen to be scrolling, you know, when she, she thinks I shouldn't be, you know, she comes up and she's <laughs> like, you know, put your phone away, you know, because she there is a disconnect even if we're in the same room and we're watching TV. You know, we're not doing something actively engaged with each other, she if I'm not watching that show with her, she notices a disconnect, you know, and and if and, and it's even worse if you're, you know, like I said, if that's your struggle, if that's what you're always doing, you know, you're always on that thing, or um, you know, your your marital relationship can be impacted by that kind of thing. And so so uh my point here is just to say that if your struggle is something maybe like I said, not chemical related that uh, you, you may have to, to really flesh out the, the true impact that things have on your life because sometimes it can't it, it may not be as obvious as some of those other things um, which doesn't make it better or worse it's just sometimes you have to do a little bit more digging yeah um,
0: yeah, so, uh, you know, we've made bad choices, so we admit that, we've, we've acknowledged that, right? So we realize, you know, we've all fallen short, we've all done things, um, but through the guidance of Jesus, we have the ability to create positive change in our lives. We're not powerless. Um, I want to share with you guys, it's uh, 1 John 3, 4 through 6, and again, I want to acknowledge, like we did last um that we're we're unapologetically christ-centered here at recovery and we get that you may not be but again give us a year just this journey with us is as, as best you can there's things in here for everybody but first john three four through six says everyone who sins Um, is breaking God's law. So sin is just when we've deviated from the plan or the purpose of God. We've made a choice that doesn't line up with his word, his will, his desire for our lives. For all sin is contrary to the law of God. So um, when we do those things, we put ourselves in opposition to God. And he goes, and you know that Jesus came To take away our sins. Um, And I like that. Jesus has came. He's, He's taken away. He's made us right. He's cleared us of our past. And so that's an important thing to kind of acknowledge as we move forward is in that, that's why we don't like those labels forever, indefinitely. And Jesus has come to take those things away. He's paid for that. And there's no sin in him. And it goes on it says, anyone who continues to live in him will not sin. And that's what I really like. Is that, that's, that, that speaks to that new creation, that new creature, that, that we have the opportunity to walk in absolute freedom from the things that, that are our struggles that are holding us back. Um, so anyone um, who continues to live in him will not sin, but anyone who keeps on sinning does not know him or understand who he is. And so, as we step into the fullness of our relationship with God, not only do we need to step into the truth that that life is gone, those things are gone, those things are taken care of, they're handled um, as awful as they may be. And trust me, I've done some pretty awful things um, that we have to recognize and realize. Man, that that was the old Aaron, that was the old Caleb. You know, those things are are handled. Um, but as we step into the newness of this life. That um, we have that opportunity to to walk in freedom, that that Christ takes those away. Not only did He pay for them, but He can He can handle those desires, um, and through through the power of Christ, that's change, that's change. I, I used to I used to be afraid of going through a day, an entire day without getting drunk. I could make it till five, real easy. I could make it till six p.m. Okay, the later it got in the day, um, I had this fear that would creep into my life that. I had to get hammered that night. And so what Christ did, not only did he take away all the stupid things I did, just the weight of that, you know, eternally. (laughs) Um, There was some legal stuff to walk through, but (laughs) those are different stories. But not only did he handle that, um, but as I really pursued him and handed everything over to him, That, that, that fear, man, God handled that, you know, Um, in in perfect love, there is no fear. And so I no longer had to experience that, that fear that I did at the end of the day that I needed to drink and, and those desires and, and little by little, he handled it and handled it. Um, Now I'm nowhere near perfect today, but as we continue just to pursue him, there's that process of, of renewing our mind and finding continued freedom. And, And that's, that's what we're endeavoring to do here is just walk people through, through just a, just a part of that.
1: So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit on a point that he said right before, as Aaron was starting to talk to you, is that, and this is something that really differentiates us from other people or other recovery programs, is that we, we, take, we teach, we preach, and we believe you are not powerless. All right? We've heard that. I'm powerless against my addiction. No, you're not. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just lean in. I'm going to lean in on the mic. I'm going to look at the camera and tell you <laughs> that you're not powerless. Okay, Here's the deal. Right. We, we've made choices, you know, they, they may not be good choices, right? We've made those choices, certain choices to get into those, those types of circumstances. Uh, if we've made those choices to get in there, we can start to make choices to get out of there. Now, some of them, like you're talking about, <laughs> legally, you may be stuck in some of those choices. And, you know, that's unfortunate. But the, but the deal is, is you can acknowledge that. Hey, I, I, made, I, I messed up. Yeah. I made bad choices. These are the consequences of those choices. From here on out, like we were talking about, you're a, new, you're a new creation, you're a new creature. I'm going to start making new choices. Yeah. I'm going to start making better choices. And I may have to pay for the consequences of my previous choices. And it may, may be a while. But that's, that's, you know, I'm a parent. I, mean, that's, I teach my kids that, right? You know, it's like, hey, you, when I have to punish them, you made these choices. Yeah. This is the consequence for that choice. You're going to have to, to deal with that. But now in the future, let's not do that again. And... um and, and so no, we we do have power over over some of those things. Now we need help. You know, we need we need again grace that God gives us. Uh, we need guidance, value, and love that that our relationship with Jesus Christ gives us. Um, that's absolutely the heart of what we what we teach and, and believe. Um, but 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 God didn't say, I'm going to do everything for you. Yeah. You know, once you become a Christian, I'm going to pave the way and it's going to be all sunshine and rainbows and, and the birds will sing and that kind of thing. No, it's God expects you to do your part. Um, I mean, it, we see that in the Bible, right? God, you know, went to save uh, the the Israelites out of Egypt. He didn't just tr- magically transport them out of Egypt. You know, he, they had to do certain things in order to fulfill the call that he had for them, you know, they they had to march out of there. They had to, they had to go through the plagues the same way. They had to, they had to, 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 to put the lamb's blood around the door. I mean, they, there were steps and actions that they had to take in order to do that. And, it, and it's always been that way. You know, God will call us to do things and empower us to do things, but it's it's action on our part that that helps us to fulfill some of those things. And so, um, no, I don't, we don't believe in the least that you are powerless over your, your addiction, that you do have the ability to do things. You do have the ability to change things, um, and we want you to take responsibility for those things.
0: Yeah, and um, yeah, just don't don't buy into the lie. It's the biggest takeaway from, from today for sure is that I believe that it's, it's something that's been perpetrated just by the enemy to keep people trapped and what what they they, they believe themselves to be. Um, and so we need to just realize that, that we can step out of that, that um, you make poor choices that lead to where you're at. You know, there may have been extenuating circumstances in the beginning that kind of set you up for failure. And I understand that. And, you know, there's things that might have happened to you that, that nudged you or pushed you to the situation. But but you made choices that ultimately landed you there now. And there's choices you're making that keep you there. And ultimately it's gonna be your choices that, that walk you out of that situation too, and that change those circumstances, that, that change where you're at. Um, you, can't, you can't blame people forever. Um, a little bit more of my stories were you know coming to a close is you know I was uh, um, a victim of sexual abuse. And so there, that was something that was outside of my control and, and outside of my desire. That, that created a situation in my life, and then I bought into to lies and, and I pursued something and ultimately um, I became um, addicted to substances. Well, the choices that led to that were mine. What happened to me was not my choice. I made choices after that to, to cope in an unhealthy way. I continued to make choices that, that kept me trapped there, and ultimately I had to, to make choices to break that cycle. Um, so... I, again, don't, don't use that crutch of, well, you don't know my life. You don't know where I came from. You don't know where I've been through. You don't know my family. I, I get that. It's so easy to, to allow ourselves to be a victim forever. And it is easy. But, but that's not God's plan and purpose for you. Um, and, and that's not our desire for you either with this, that you've got to recognize that, that at some point what happened to you became what you were doing to yourself. And, and now it's time to to acknowledge that and to recognize that and to start taking steps and choices that move you out of that um and so if uh if that's you man i just I just encourage you reach out reach out to us um reach out to you know whoever's in your area that you can trust and and let them know i've got I've got an issue there's something going on, and i've for the longest time. I thought it was all somebody else, but I recognize and acknowledge today that it's it's on me and begin making those steps and those choices to step out of it and to step into something better.
1: Yeah. I just want to, yeah, I want to expand on just what you were talking about there, is that, you know, like uh, I was talking about, is that your choices can put you in that negative situation, but, but in those circumstances, that bad choices of somebody else happen to you, right? That's not to diminish that, you know, it's... Um, abuse happens. We're we're definitely not uh, ignoring that. And um, you know, abusive relationships. Um, man, maybe you were the victim of you know a DUI. Somebody you know T-boned your car. and Now you're you know you're going through all sorts of physical issues or those kinds of things. Other people's choices affect us for sure. But and in those moments, while it may not be as obvious, what we do, the one thing we can control is how we react to those situations. And so you you do have that. You know you do have. The ability to react, and what do you do with that choice? You know, do you do you allow? Do you choose to, to remain a victim? Um, and 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 that's not to to say like it's it's a oh I'm gonna choose to be a better person or I'm gonna I'm gonna choose to ignore that you know abuse I suffered from. No, it's it's hard and it's a process, um, and it's it's a process of forgiveness. And and to start just rediscovering your value and and those kinds of things, it's it's definitely it's, I'm not diminishing that in the least. It's it is a tough process to do. But um your choices, you can you can remain where you're at or you can you can change something about it, you know, and, and so you can start to change how you react and you can start to walk down that path regardless how long it is. Um, to start living that life that God has for you. Because I can tell you this God didn't make us to be victims. No. You know, God didn't make us to, to, to wallow in the mire of other people's choices, of our own choices, of our bad choices. Didn't, didn't, if God wanted us to, to be stuck in our sin, He would have sent His Son to die for us and remove it. So, absolutely. Um, you know that that is our our takeaway we I can't say it enough is that you have to admit we have to admit we have a problem we have to admit that you know the extent of what's affecting us but but man you really got to acknowledge that you have the ability to do something about it I, that I, that was one of the the driving forces about coming up with our own program is to, to pull us away from from that recovery trope of you're powerless uh, I have never never agreed with that <laughs> and um, and you know, and I'm very unapologetic in that, like, you, you, we do have a power to change. You yeah. do have the power to change because God made us. I mean, like, the God of the universe created everything, but, man, the one thing he couldn't help us with is addiction. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. no, he gave us the ability to do something about it, um, and he wants to. He wants us. He doesn't want us there. So, um, you know, again, it's not to say it's easy. It's not to say it's a simple process. Uh, it takes time. It takes work. It's hard. It's, you're going you're gonna to struggle with it. Um, emotionally, it's going to be tough. Physically, it's probably going to be tough. Uh, but, but it's worth it.
0: It is. Um, as, uh, as somebody who's just on the other side of some things, it is. Um, stop buying into the lie. Lean in. Lean into what God has for you. Um, I think that's, that's all for me. You have anything else? I think that's that's good and uh, again we're grateful for you guys just uh, hanging with us as we continue to grow through this ourselves and uh, we're grateful for uh, just your engagement um, and uh, we look forward to catching you uh, right back here next week